Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Today on the podcast, we have Ashley Knight of Hello Boss. She's a business mentor, strategist, and self-confessed planning addict. Ashley teaches women in business simple strategies that will help them grow their brand, income, and audience online. She's a huge community builder and people connector. Yes, that's a real thing. And we are excited to have her on the show. Today, Ashley is sharing all of her tips and tricks about building an engaged community, both online and in real life, what that could look like for you on Facebook, and even if you dread Facebook, how that could work for you in your own community and how that makes sense. She also shares tips on how to be a better community member, which I think is super beneficial for us all to hear and to be reminded. So give this one a listen if you are looking to create engaged community or be a better member in the current community that you serve. Hello, welcome to the show, Ashley. Hey, Em. Hey, Abigail. How are you? Thank you for having me here. We're excited to have you. It's kind of a rare unicorn honor to have someone on the show who has been around our community for a while and who has kind of seen TCC grow from not existing to Mm -hmm. starting. And you were one of those unicorns, so I think it's always a nice perspective to hear from someone who truly knows what's going around these parts. Mm -hmm. But I think it's even more exciting to chat with someone who values community, I feel like, as much as we do, and really goes out of your way to starting that and nurturing those relationships and making sure that it's important. And I feel like this is the thing that, especially for so many women who work alone and work at Mm -hmm. home, Mm -hmm. and you're solopreneurs, and you're just doing the thing, where are your people? How do you Mm -hmm. find those people? And how do you Mm -hmm. foster those relationships, not only for your creative energy, but the growth of your business and sales and Mm -hmm. just having fun online with other human beings. So Mm -hmm. that's what we're going to tap into today. So share with me a little bit about your community and the purpose of really being mindful of creating that and what it means to you. It's very much what you touched on. I think that for me, being a South African, I don't know if that's quite obvious by my accent, (laughs) but being here in South Africa, we're sort of where you guys were in the States two years ago, so far as community building goes. And I had started my own business before the business that I have now. I had a recruitment business. And as you've touched on, it can get quite lonely, you know, being on your own and kind of not knowing all the things you need to know about business, like where to get your business cards printed, like really simple things and what to do on social media and how to do it properly and how to mark yourself properly. And I just felt a strong need to connect with 
other business owners in a little bit more of an informal setting. So not necessarily at your very typical local networking events that you go to where it's very formal and you stand up and introduce yourself and have an elevator pitch and all that kind of thing. That doesn't jive with me. So I really wanted to just create a community or a space where I could brainstorm and share ideas and also share what I knew as I learned. I used to get a lot of people asking me questions about how did you start your business and how did you find success so quickly with my recruitment business? And I really just wanted to share that. I wanted to help educate and uplift other women and give them the opportunity to give them a bit of a foot up. And that's kind of where it all started. I didn't really think it was going to explode the way it has. It really just started as a small supportive community and it's still supportive, but it's growing beautifully and it's just amazing to see women supporting women in business. Right. Yeah. And having people like you, M and Abigail, just spearheading the way for me, because at that time I didn't have my community just yet. So it was, the Create Collective was my space, you know, that was kind of where I hung out in the beginning and I could see the value that it was offering your local community. And I kind of wanted to bring the same to my crew over on the side of the planet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So talk to me specifically about engagement. I feel like so often, especially when you're talking about starting a community online, despite there might be like the numbers, it says you have 40 people or 100 people or 500 people in a group. But starting out, it can feel like you're talking to this big open void of nobody there. And so how do you Mm -hmm. start to build that engagement where people really start participating and answering prompts Mm -hmm. and all of that? What have you seen work inside of your own community? I think when you're starting your own community, the, the real key is to understand why you've started the community in the first place and also to really show a sincere and invested interest in the members that are in the community. So for me in the beginning, it was really about trying to get to know each and every member, if you've only got 40 people in the group, it was really about trying to get to know what each of them were really skilled at and what their niche areas were. And whenever there was a question that was relevant to their particular niche or specialism, it was about sort of tagging and mentioning them and getting the conversations going and getting them introduced to each other and starting to speak to each other. So driving engagement is more about starting conversations and you being the example. So it's really just sort of setting the pace and setting the example and showing people how to engage by your own example. There's no use starting a community and having your prompts every day and not actually taking part. And it's very important to kind of lead the way by example. And that's how it all started for me, really. It was just really getting to know people as best I could and serve them mm-hmm. as best I could. Yeah. So that's kind of where I would start. Yeah, I think people forget that all communities start mm-hmm. at zero and like, getting your first trickle of people in is nerve wracking and then you're excited and then you feel like there's dead space. But mm-hmm. I think giving that grace and just accepting that you have to sit in that process sometimes for your group or your community or whatever that may look like for you, that it's going to shift and it's going to change over time. I remember when we first started the group, there's like nine people, mm-hmm. 40 people, and really just owning whatever stage that our group has been in, in the past couple of years. Yeah. So how do you see that changing? How can we take advantage of those relationships when they are at different milestones of people? How can we continue to show up for our audience, even though community is like constantly changing? 
Yeah, that's the thing is the bigger the community gets, the more varied the needs are. I think that your members that have been around for some time, they know the basics. And what's really beautiful about community is once those people that have been in your community for some time get to know you and they get to know all that you've been sharing and teaching, they start to become the educators in the community mm-hmm. and sharing with yes. the rest of the members and start sort of doing that on behalf of you so that it kind of gets you into a position where you are now being able to work on content that's a little bit more at an intermediate or advanced level. I think that that's the beauty of community is it's trying to build that supportive environment where people aren't afraid to ask questions, where people are happy to share and support. And they become your ambassadors for the community and sharing and becoming known for, and it's about teaching them how to do that. It's about saying, you know what, guys, it's okay for, if you know the answer, jump and help. It's really good for you from a business perspective to be able to be visible and be seen as an expert in your space. And, you know, that's how you get known for what you do in this community. And if you're not answering questions or getting involved, nobody knows you exist. So they get to know that and they get to sort of see the value in it. It just takes one or two people to jump on that train and understand the concept that other people start following suit. And then that sort of frees you up to be able to create more content that's more at a higher level. And then also the thing is as well is also we have guest experts that come into the community that I've got, the Halabas community. So we bring in other people to come in and share what they know about a specific niche and that kind of thing. And that always goes down well and it builds excitement and it builds more engagement and it keeps people really thrilled, you know, when you have these little injections of learning and that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And just quickly go back to a little bit of what Abigail was asking earlier is also it's not just sort of getting to know your community, but it's also just making the space fun to be in, a place where people really crave being there, that when they get to the end of the day, they want to go to your group and they want to scroll for that feed and get involved in all stuff that's happening there. And so what I used to do in the beginning was instead of also just doing business stuff, we'd have little mini live parties in the community and celebrate small wins. And we would have Mm -hmm. fun posts, get to know you type of Mm -hmm. things that people used to love. Mm -hmm. So we used to mix it up a little bit and not keep sort of all too serious about business. (laughs) So how have you been translating that into real life? How are you taking those online relationships and turning them into clients or customers? Or has it sort of trickled out into you've created a community in your local community? I am a huge advocate of taking your online relationships offline as much as possible. If and where possible. Um, so what we do in our communities, we do meetups every quarter and these happen all over the globe. So no matter where you are, whether you're in Australia or the UK or South Africa, we have people that volunteer as ambassadors and they host meetups where we encourage people in the local areas to get together face to face and hug a real person and get to know people in real life and connect. So I think so far as translating it into sort of human connection, that's what we encourage a lot of. At the same token, how does it then translate into your business? Why would you want to be in that community in the first place? It's not all about support and hugs and wonderful stuff. How can you use communities to grow your business? I think it goes back to just visibility and understanding that these platforms are so useful in being able to also teach and educate. So sharing what you know and reaching out and becoming known as the person who's really great at 
teaching people knows everything about webinars and people start tagging you and mentioning you. So the more you're visible and the more you're sharing, the more people get to know you as the expert and the more you get tagged and mentioned. So it's really just about consistency and showing up and adding value and sharing what you know. And oftentimes people in my community will often say, you don't even want to even know how much business has come away out of this community. It's just amazing. Mm. My biggest order has come from somebody in this community. And it's really just about people sharing and reaching out and being visible. What I've found is quite useful as well. And maybe this might be something to sort of touch on again towards the end, but having a directory within your community really helps. We found that has been super useful as well. And where people can literally go really quickly and sort of scroll through web designers and know exactly who's kind of in the community as a web designer. And that's really helped a hell of a lot as well. You can showcase your business quite well within a Facebook group by having a directory. So, you know, we've touched on Facebook groups and I feel like that's usually the tone of where communities are held. It's Mm -hmm. where our community is held. Mm -hmm. And we know that that's where a lot of people seem like it's the easiest place to start, but some people don't want to have a Facebook group as their community. So have you seen any other businesses build communities outside of that platform? And what does that look like? That's such a good question. And it's something that I've asked myself too, because there is a sentiment within the social media space where people are, not everybody, but there are some small groups of people that are getting tired of social media and Facebook and wanting to Mm -hmm. really detox and step away from being so highly engaged within the social space. So I think in my experience, there are your sort of local networking groups where you pay a membership and every month people get together and they have a breakfast or a brunch. There's that opportunity, which is the sort of standard. We all know that that's kind of been around for donkey's years. But other opportunities could be things like masterminds, getting involved in a mastermind. I know for me personally has, I've been in two masterminds before, but the one I've joined recently for the last sort of four weeks has blown my mind and has been so beneficial to me. It's a space where I have a little bit of an outlet. (laughs) And at the same time, you are with other people that are at different levels within their business and in different industries even. And there's so much that you can kind of share cross-pollinating business information, whether it's a product or a service or whatever, or whether you're in South Africa or whether you're in the States or Australia, we have so much to learn from each other. So I think masterminds are like liquid gold. If you can find a really great group that you can grow with together, that to me is... How did you find yours? I actually... (laughs) Facebook. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> it all starts on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, so the mastermind that I am in was actually something that came out of a Facebook group that I think, Emily, you're in this group too. It's for business mamas. And everybody raised a hand who was interested in getting involved in a mastermind. And one of the members there was, okay, well, this is what I want to do. If you're keen, let me know. And kind of just grouped a few people together. And that's kind of how it started. And I always believe that things come your way mm-hmm. when they're meant to. And people come into your life for a reason. And it was the timing for all of us has just been just so epically on point. It's not even funny. It's just amazing. (laughs) And I'm so grateful. And when you can find a little community like that, that where everybody's so supportive, what I love about it is that it's so intimate. You know, you're not part of a huge crowd, so you cannot get lost in the crowd. You have to show up every week and you're held accountable. And I love that kind of mini community model. So masterminds, I think, is great. 
we've had a small mastermind that we've met up with for now a year going on 13 months, I think, which is bananas, but it started very similarly where it was just a small niche thing. And we put a timeframe on it where we're like, we're only going to chat for like three months and then we'll (laughs) see if we still like each other because we wanted to test the format. Can we commit to always coming to a call? Because Mm -hmm. that's a big thing Mm -hmm. in business. Mm -hmm. And it turned out the benefits of showing up always outweigh Mm -hmm. the time that it takes to show up. And I think when you find that group of people, that's when you know you're onto something good. And it may take you trying some that don't work out because we've tried a handful before that one where we're like, uh, this is not going to work out for us for one reason or another. But I always encourage people like just say yes to some of these things, even if you're not sure if they're going to work mm-hmm. and give them a chance. Well, and I want to go know. back a little bit yeah. to, I mean, this gets a little woo, but you mentioned everything happens for a reason. And if these people are put into your life on purpose, mm-hmm. I feel like often we ignore those signs or we're just oblivious to them and we're missing opportunities to have genuine connections with people that could really care and impact us. So do you have any tricks for, and maybe you don't, which is totally fine because I just put you on the spot, but for really kind of noticing those opportunities and paying attention and listening intently to what people are calling you to do? Yeah, I'm just trying to think back now to this exact experience and how it's all kind of come together. I think, and this is probably going to sound really woo as well, (laughs) but you have to ask for it. And I had actually vocalized to my husband last year. I said to him, I think I need a coach. I need somebody that I'm a coach, but I need a coach. I need somebody that's going to hold me accountable, who's going to raise me up, take me to the next level, push me, kick me in the ass when I need a kick up the ass. And I put it out there and I was like, I just need to find somebody that I can speak to about all the things that I need to speak to them about and just kind of get me into the right headspace. You know, having a baby thrown into the mix last year completely threw me for a loop and it's new time management skills and there's so many things that come into it. And also managing a community, as much as it's a wonderful experience, it can also be something that it's difficult to manage a lot of different personalities. So it's really important that you have a space where you can share in confidence with somebody and get guidance and that kind of thing from somebody who's a bit more experienced with it. So anyway, put it out there. I say put it out there and it kind of all just like you'll notice it when it happens because it just locks in and there's a sense of peace Mm -hmm. and gratitude. And when we get together, every time we have a mastermind, and I don't know if you guys do this in your mastermind, but every time we get together, we're like, okay, let's just share one thing Mm. each that we're grateful for in the last week. (laughs) And Without fail every week, it's like, guys, I know this sounds terrible, but I'm so grateful for every single one of you every week. Like it's every week. We're so grateful for each other. And that's kind of when you know it just clicks in and it locks in and it feels good and it doesn't feel like you're finding any resistance. So when there's that flow and that ease, that's when you know. That's when you know this person's your person. I always say to people, you always know. And even when coaching, I always believe you know the answers intuitively you already know the answers. A lot of us just have our own limiting beliefs that get on our way. And I think it's really about trusting your gut. And like I know for me this year is all about daring greatly. You know, it's just throwing caution to the wind being like, you know, fuck it. I'm doing the thing that I have been dreaming about doing and 
I'm going to do it and I'm going to dig greatly and I'm going to be super vulnerable. Sitting on this podcast with you guys today with two people who I admire so much, they had me in a ball of nerves pretty much most of today. (laughs) And it was just, you know, put it out there, dig greatly and take a few risks. Absolutely. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Another idea, if people are seeking, how do you know and how do you know if that's going to be the right fit and how do you open up those doors? Something that I found really helpful, and I think this is why our particular mastermind continues to work well, we sought out one specific reason for joining. There's the time and space for all of the reasons, but we were no longer needing a mastermind where we were like, we want the opportunity to ask all the questions and we want to get all the answers about everything. That was just too broad for us for too long. 
And so our specific mastermind started focusing just on podcasting. We were all had podcasts. They were all different. We all had different audiences, but we were targeting just that strategy at first. And over time, it has shifted to now be about business and life Mm -hmm. and health and all of the things. But I think if you really hone in on one specialty Mm -hmm. first, Mm -hmm. you might find it easier to tap into that sooner. Totally. Like for us, we're all moms and we all have little ones about the same age. And we can message each other and be like, OMF. (laughs) I'm going to say this and I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for it, but I love my kid, but I also really love my work. And it's really difficult to try and strike that balance. And what's really cool is that we can have those Mm -hmm. conversations with each other and there's no judgment. There's just complete understanding. And you know what was weird is we all pretty much have the same word for the year. It was weird. <laughs> so again, awesome. these things happen. And that, yep. I was going to say, Abigail, sometimes that's a clear enough sign. Yeah. If everybody had the same word for the year and it was just like, okay, so yeah. this is just meant to be. Well, I want to talk about the other side of it because I feel like we focused a lot on you initiating the creation of the community. But I want to talk about being a member. Mm-hmm. Like how do we better utilize the existing communities that are online and leverage them in a way that's going to help grow our business and create genuine connections, but isn't spammy and weird and all the other things that Mm -hmm. you don't want them to be. So what are some keys to being an awesome community member? I think that it's important to find your place first. So find your community, find your space where you feel comfortable with the vibe, the values of the group, of the community, what it stands for. And I think it's important to have at the most, I know for me personally, I'm only really in like three or four groups, Mm -hmm. including my own. And I think it's really important to keep it really down to a minimum of two or three. If you really want to get the results you want out of your community. The worst thing you can do as a community member is just spam groups with your links and spam groups with your stuff. When that's happening in a community, it's generally really, really noisy because everybody else is dropping links and you're just going to get completely missed. And you're relying on that one person out of how many thousands to happen to see your link. And if they happen to click on it and happen to buy from you. So that's really not a great strategy. I think it's really important to invest time in the community, get to know the people in the community, get to understand who the admins are, who owns the community, support, follow, use the hashtags, really just get stuck in and get involved, answering questions, asking great questions, sharing great resources. I think what's also important is to be mindful of the community you're in's guidelines. Because yes, those are put for in the love. <laughs> yeah, those are read put in the rules. <laughs> Please read the rules. It's really just important. And those guidelines yes. are put there for a reason because oftentimes it's because the community managers and the owners of the community really want the space to be one that's spam free and of great value. Mm. And they're there for a reason. And I think I know this with you guys, you have a great, highly engaged community. Halabas community is a highly engaged community and they're both such amazing resources for the people that are members and there's no spam in there. We have, Mm -hmm. the same as you, fairly clear guidelines on what is allowed and what isn't allowed. I think if you want to be a really good community member, be mindful of what is allowed and what isn't allowed and just respect the space you're in. And then, yeah, then it just comes down to being visible. 
and taking yeah. part in the daily prompts and sharing. And you come across a great article that's helped you in your business, share it. Yes. Don't just spam a link into the group of an article that you've written. Put a little bit of a precursor to it and say, you know, this is so yeah. important to me in my life right now because X, Y, Z. And I know if I'm going through it, then it's something that could very well serve one of you. And I just feel led to share it with you. And when you're sincere like that and yeah. add a bit of personality to your post and take a bit of time with it, it's noticed. All you're going to do is think about the groups you're in right now and think right. about the people that post in those groups and the ones that you know that they do this. And the only reason you know that they do that is because they're visible and consistent and mm-hmm. sharing and adding value. That's how you know that they do what they do. And you've pretty much got to do the same thing. Absolutely. When I think people forget that admins, we want to get to know you. That's the purpose of the group. Mm -hmm. That's why generally they were started. So we can learn Mm -hmm. about more business owners, whether it's just for like market research, or I just maybe want to meet a friend today or want to buy something today. Mm -hmm. So I think we forget that like genuine connections want to be made even by the people who started the group. And so the more often you introduce yourself and add value and share and help other people, the more you get noticed by admins and other members. And it's truly helpful for the growth of the community and the feel of it, the vibe of it. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Emily. And I think also we don't want to be the grumpy pants. We don't want to come in there and have to say the things and do the Facebook lives. That's the last thing we want. We want to be in there with everybody and getting super excited about this and supporting that person with their business and the things that they're celebrating. We want to get involved in all of that. And I think when the community gets into the thousands and trying to manage a community that size, just be mindful of your admins. Understand that they're there to serve the community. And if you're putting in shitty posts, you're wasting not only other people's time in the community, but the poor admins have to like go up and clean up after you. So it's just really about respect and understanding that the reason why the group was there in the first place was to be a space that you could celebrate your business and support other people and learn and showcase what you're really good at in a way that's authentic and real and connected. So you've been described to me as a stubborn optimist. And I am curious how that's (laughs) helped you build community because I feel like personality obviously impacts the way in which we draw people in. So how do you feel like that's helped or hurt you? You ask really great questions. I'm just going to say. Okay. So I think for me, I don't know if you've ever heard of Marie Folio's phrase that she Mm -hmm. says where everything is figureoutable. I remember as a kid, if I colored in a picture and I went out the lines, I would totally get a black pen and make sure that I would drew so that was included in the picture and color it in as if it was, I, I don't even go out the lines. That's the best. <laughs> so I've lived like that my whole life. So from six, seven years old doing that, my whole life has been like that, where if you color out the lines, that's okay. <laughs> it's part of the picture. It's, you know, make, part make of the it picture. fit. Yeah, yeah, make it fit. <laughs> and so that's how I approached everything. And when I watched Marie Folio deliver that speech that she did for Oprah, Soul Sunday and everything's figureoutable. And it just was like, that's it. Everything is figureoutable. And that's kind of what I'm like is I'm fairly stubborn about that. I'm quite optimistic. I know that everybody has the ability to achieve the dreams that are in their hearts. And I know that they're completely capable and that anything is possible and everything is figureoutable. And oftentimes the only thing that's really standing in our way is ourselves. And I think 
you know, I'm just stubbornly optimistic. And I think so far as building community goes, I think for me, when I see every member join the community, for them, I get excited. I'm just hugely optimistic for them and I want the best for them and I want the community to be something that's going to serve them and, you know, where they can get involved and find the support that they want. They don't have to sit behind a desk in a home office feeling completely lost and on their own or lost, you feel like lost at sea kind of feeling. I think I'm a terrible optimist like that. I just really feel that we all can have the things we dream about. And yeah, I think that's why I'm a coach. Like I always sit and pull that out of people and just <laughs> it's not always as difficult as you think it is. And what I love about you guys is just your, and that kind of resonates with me so much, is how you're just as stubborn about keeping things super simple. So as much as I'm a stubborn optimist, yeah. you guys are all about keeping things super simple. And I think even in a community space, just keep it simple. It doesn't have to have too many frills. So long as there's always a forward movement and you're always injecting something fresh every now and again and educating and fostering relationships within the community, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Absolutely. Stress, yeah, don't stress, guys. Over here. <laughs> yeah, we don't overthink it. Right. Yeah. Well, I think if we remember that, I love hearing that passion come from you about your own community or starting or what it does to serve you because it reminds me of why we started ours, you know, three years ago mm-hmm. and the hole that we were trying to fill mm-hmm. in the existing space. And no matter if you're creating that community for your own band of weirdos or because it's not existent (laughs) in the place that you live or whatever that may be, right? Mm -hmm. I think if we always try to be reminded of that purpose of why it even started as a member or as an admin, because it gets stressful in both of those roles and it gets overwhelming in both of those roles or when we're participating, but yet we still like something is just not clicking and we haven't found our people just remember the purpose. And I mm-hmm. loved hearing it from you because I'm like, yeah, that's why we keep doing this thing. And that's mm-hmm. why we're figuring out how to make it work with the 17,000 member group. And that's why we still keep showing mm-hmm. up. And and it's a nice reassurance. Mm-hmm. Running a community is hard. It's by no means easy task at all. It's definitely something that you need to think about before you start one because it's not just an investment of your time but it's an investment of your heart and your passion (laughs) and all of these things and you do you have those days where you're just like wow this is getting really hard but then it's really you gotta sit back and then you think about all the people that have said thank you that week and who are so grateful and who have grown who have done the thing they've been speaking about for ages and they've gone and they've jumped and they've flown and they've done yes. so amazing. And that's just so rewarding to see that happen. That's why we do this. That's why we started these communities and just to see other people fly. And I think something that Erin Bagwell, I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. know much about Dream Girl, but Erin mm-hmm. Bagwell, she had shared with me something about oftentimes when we get to those places of frustration, it's we need to check ourselves and make mm-hmm. sure that it's not our own ego sometimes yes. that gets in our own way. So I think if you're going to be a community leader, it's a supremely humbling experience. (laughs) 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 No, it's one of those things where I never think I will continue to have the patience for. And then something happens and shows me at the right time. Mm -hmm. Someone shares their life story or a big aha moment or this big connection. And I'm like, okay, fine. (laughs) I'll put up with the bullshit a little bit longer. Yeah, Uh, Because it does always tend to outweigh itself. 
Yeah, it really does. So let's jump into talk strategy to me. And I want to really focus on those members because I do think there's more members listening than community builders. So let's talk about three to five things a member can do to be a better community member and start making more genuine connections. Mm. Follow the guidelines of the community. So make sure you orientate yourself well with the guidelines of the community. That's huge. Oftentimes they'll include in the guidelines how you can get the most out of that community for your business in a way that's serving the community. So definitely orientate yourself around the guidelines. Get to know who your admins are and who your group host or founder is. Get to know what they're about, understand what they stand for, and assess whether that's something that you can raise your hand and say, I stand for the same thing. Because if you don't, then you shouldn't be there. You should be somewhere else. And the third thing so far is your business goes is, and I keep saying this to my community, get visible. You can stay in the shadows if you want and you can lurk and you can read the posts and not get involved, which is fine. You're probably going to learn something, but you're going to be missing out on so much more if you're not actively getting involved. You're missing out on connections with people that could help you with your business, that could potentially be a great collaboration partner for you in your business, that could potentially be a great friend. That's how Abby and I met. Exactly. By speaking Exactly. You could be missing out on potential clients. And I keep saying this over and over again, nobody knows you exist if you don't tell them that you exist. It's really a simple thing, but it's something we all miss. I mean, I know myself as well with this business mama's group I'm in, I will comment every now and again, and I feel like I really should be adding a little bit more value. I'm speaking to myself just as much as I'd be speaking to anybody else. And don't be scared. Don't be afraid to. If you're in the right community, there's no judgment and there's no wrong questions. And maybe in the beginning, just share what you know, instead of if you're afraid to ask questions, rather just share what you know. So if you know something, share support and help, but get visible. Super helpful. Well, how about you tell everyone who's listening where they can hang out with your community and see more of you online? Awesome. Well, you can come and hang out with me and my crew at hellabosscommunity.com. We'd love to have you there. And if you are interested to know a little bit about me, you can pop on over to theashleynightcompany.com or come and follow me over on Instagram. It's my favorite place to hang out. So come say hi if you're an Instagram fiend as much as I am. I'd <laughs> love to meet you. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show, Ashley. Thank you, guys. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy-to-customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics, we make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, 
but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.